millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Help Desk for Monday, the 1st of February. 2021. My name is Peter Wells. And I'm Tess Bennett. We've got the year for a second there, but that's because the stories just continue to drag on from last year, including um, Apple and Facebook uh, having words with each other. Yeah, so the Cold War between Facebook and Apple continues, with Apple once again stating its app transparency tools will soon prompt users about the amount of data being shared within apps. Meanwhile, the information reports that Facebook has been working on an antitrust complaint against Apple, saying it's violating its own app store policies by not including these same warnings on its own suite of apps, such as iMessage. And Apple CEO Tim Cook has hit back with some harsh rhetoric. And while he didn't name Facebook, he said app-based social media companies that rely on constant engagement are fueling a social catastrophe of misinformation and social division. Yeah, I can't get clearer than that, I don't think, from uh, Tim Cook. I, I'm so... <laughs> this is uh, the older app transparency thing. It, it put it down with the media code as one of those things that is just taking so long. It's like waiting for, uh, what is it, No Time to Die to come out in cinemas. Like Until now, they've only ever said that, uh, they've only ever explained what is coming in the changes. Uh, now, I, I guess that this is such a massive change. You, you're really starting to see just how terrified Google and Facebook are by the, the kind of last minute of reprieves or, or you know, uh, saber rattling before yeah. it happens. Look, they didn't file an antitrust suit uh, or prepare an antitrust suit about Apple's monopoly until it sort of threatened how much money they would make. And it's mm. also worth noting Tim's Cook's speech was at a European data privacy conference. And that's significant because the Europeans have tended to really lead the way with online privacy laws. And if Apple's about to be sued by Facebook, uh, I'm sure that they would love to have the regulatory wins uh, in their sales and favoring their argument. Yeah. And, and we should remember that, you know, Apple and Samsung were in court for about 15 years over the design of the iPhone. So this is probably going to be just as long. Mm, plenty of fodder um, for a daily podcast. Indeed. And moving on, while Wall Street tries to figure out what the hell happened last week with GameStop's sudden surge, the app responsible for many of the retail investors who bought into the failing game stores chain has halted trading over the stock. So Robinhood is the retail investor app that most of the young Redditors uh, were using, and it has been criticised in the past for using similar tactics of gambling apps, kind of targeting young men with really get-rich-quick promises, really dressing itself up like a casino more than uh, an investment app. Anyway, late last week, Robinhood suspended trading on GameStop, BlackBerry, Blockbuster, and the other stocks that were caught up in the Wall Street bets buying frenzy. Angry Redditors have flooded the app store with one-star reviews of Robinhood, complaining the app is blocking their attempts to, to throw good money on bad companies to screw over a bunch of hedge funds. Okay, so I don't have a whole lot to say on, on this. Uh, my takeaway mm. does seem to be that this, this whole thing has been very bad for Robin Hood. Uh, but the upside being that the platform is going to be facing a whole lot of scrutiny 
that it may not have ever have had to encounter uh, without such mm. a high-profile event and specifically getting a bit more attention on those features that you did just mention, which incentivize risky investing behavior, which is a problem if you lose all your money. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, the the stock has already crashed for GameSpot. So uh, hopefully uh, no one was caught out uh, in that one. But uh, I mean, obviously, some people must have been. And closer to home, the market for neobanks in Australia has reduced once more, following the news that NAB is buying 86400 and rolling its technology into its own digital-only bank, Ubank. So NAB already had an 18% stake in the Neobank and it's going to buy the remaining shares in a deal worth $220 million. And that deal still needs to be approved by regulators and shareholders. Uh, it's significant because it's happening uh, just less than a month after Neobank Zinja folded, handing back its banking licence and returning customers' deposits. But if you are an 86400 customer, at the moment, the day-to-day, nothing changes uh, and the business will continue to operate as a separate business from NAB uh, run by its Sydney team. But really, normally a $22 million exit for an Australian startup would be considered a fantastic result. But this has an air of waving the white flag and sort of acknowledging that maybe these startups just can't take on the big four banks here in Australia. Yeah, I mean, is there any independent one left? Because I know up, like I, I was looking up up <laughs> the earlier today, thinking that it might still be independent, but it's kind of got to deal with Bendigo Bank and Adelaide Bank. So I'm not even sure. There is, yes, so up, like the purists would say, up is not a neo bank because it doesn't have its own banking license. It operates under Bendigo and Adelaide Bank. Right. Um, there's Vault, which I, is actually the one that I know the least about. And then there is Judo Bank, which is a business bank, which may actually, so it's targeting small businesses and offering a really great digital product for a small business rather than consumers. So they might have the edge there mm. um, as it being like an underserved market. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's difficult to be a bank here in Australia. Do want to give a shout out to 86400, which that's the, it's named for the number of seconds in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're wondering why we're saying that, you know, it's built pre- something pretty remarkable in a short space of time. That's 85,000 customers, $375 million in deposits, and it's approved $270 million in residential mortgages. So like that's an impressive feat for a startup, no matter, no matter what the outcome is. Mm, yeah, hats off to them. And finally, uh, the deal between French publishers and Google has been revealed and the price sounds great to me, but it's much less than the media companies in Australia are asking. So Google will be paying the French publishers a 90 million euros, which is about 142 million over three years to participate in Google News Showcase, its new bundled news product. The publishers, the biggest ones, uh, will be taking about 25 million euros each. This is a lot less than the 600 million Nine and Fairfax want annually, and Rupert Murdoch's News Corp says that Google and Facebook owe them 1 billion annually. So do you think Nine and Murdoch really do expect these gigantic figures, or is this just that first over-the-top bid that you make before bargaining? I quite possibly think they they do expect to get these figures. They put a really high, you know, market price on that sort of journalism and the the content they 
produce and the value of their audience to advertisers. Aside from the big discrepancy in price, I think the other worrying thing for publishers about the showcase deal is in three years' time, Google might decide to cut that money in half Mm -hmm. or scrap it all together and just say, look, news isn't a priority for us anymore. You know, that may not be an ongoing revenue stream, which I'm sure the the publishers here are probably pretty wary of that. Yeah. I mean, Google News Showcase is probably what their seventh news product that they've launched over the years. Google is famous for kind of, you know, getting getting excited by something and then uh, just abandoning it a couple of years later. Yeah, I think also that the the big gap uh, shows why Google might not want to do the arbitration model mm-hmm. uh, that, that's laid out under the media code, where that's, I think it, it's a third party that has to pick between, say, what, a proposed price, price of 100 million versus 600 million. I mean, that's... There's a lot of wiggle room. All right, that's all we have time for on Monday. Thank you so much, Tess Bennett. Thanks, Peter. And we will speak to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.